Hey everybody, this is Jeff Stevens and this is the Creative Stick Up. Um, it is hard to have a conversation about the art scene in St. Louis and not have my guest's name come up. She's been a vibrant part of the scene for 25 years in uh, PR marketing and as a reporter and as a board member. Um, her work has touched the Contemporary Art Museum, Dance St. Louis, the Opera Theater, and most recently the St. Louis Fashion Fund. I have Susan Sherman on today and we are going to talk about the Fashion Fund and its signature project which is the incubator going down on Washington Avenue. Um, and I'm also going to give a little plug out to the Fashion Fund. Next Tuesday night, they have a fundraiser down at Ballpark Village called the Menswear Cocktail and Couture Party. So uh, if you're in the arts business, you're constantly raising money. And uh, come down and join us for that. I think I'm going to go to that. Um, but here's the best part. It's uh, St. Louis designers are going to be reimagining Cardinals and Blues jerseys. So there's really fashion stuff for guys. So guys out there, come on down to this thing next Tuesday night. And enjoy my conversation with Susan Sherman. This is great. Women's Closet Exchange, the vault. And we're at the first Friday event right now. Yes. And three. How fabulous is it? I know. It's amazing. And you have to buy a watch because all the proceeds <laughs> go, go to, to the St. Louis Fashion, Fashion Fund. For, so the Women's Closet Exchange for three Fridays, first Fridays for the next three months, or this is the second one. Exactly. All right. So if you're out there and you have not been to the Women's Closet Exchange, come the first next Friday. Exactly. Well, the first <laughs> Friday of May, and I don't even okay. have that date, but anyway. Okay. Yeah, all the proceeds. But that's incredibly generous. They're very generous people. Yes. I met them a few years ago okay. and uh, was actually part of this show that they had on Style.com. Yep. I always say episode 105, but who's counting? You were that was in, my episode. Yeah, it was in my episode. home. And it was we, They did a trunk show there. It was really wonderful. But yeah. oh, you, you actually hosted a trunk show. I hosted a trunk. You had the whole crew there shooting. That was very interesting. Yes, to be on a reality television show and see that whole pro process. Mm -hmm. I'm like, crazy. where are the Chanel bags? And the producer goes, wait a minute, say that again. Say it three times. And I'm like, no. But um, Laura and Diana mm -hmm. are both on the board of St. Louis Fashion Fund. Okay. And they were there from the very beginning. So okay. it's nice. So I'm with Susan Sherman, who is one of the great uh, performing and visual arts people in St. Louis, let's put it that way, That's for sweet. years, right? Well, a supporter. This is, yes, yeah. you are, yeah, more than a, a supporter. Cheerleader, cheerleader. <laughs> but certainly legendary and been around and, and been on boards of Dance St. Louis and board and raising money for this and uh, know the scene very well, know the city very well. Um, and, uh, and today I just wanted to sit down because you have this incredible new product project, mm -hmm. which I guess has been out for about a year. Called, almost two, May almost of 2014. Two. Okay. And it's called the St. Louis Fashion Fund. Mm -hmm. And so just give me a baseline of what exactly it is if sure. you've never heard of this. Well, first of all, I'm happy to be talking to you. It's yeah, very sweet. I don't I know. to say all that. Um, so St. Louis Fashion Fund was started in May of 2014 in the basement of Winslow's home on Del Mar. And yeah. it's just people that wanted to push fashion forward in St. Louis. Okay. More about supporting emerging designers and promoting education and outreach programs that have to do with fashion and design. Mm -hmm. But it quickly morphed into 
opening a St. Louis fashion incubator. Okay, so th this is the goal of the St. Louis this, We call it the fund. signature project. Okay. So St. Louis fashion, if you think of it, is an umbrella mm -hmm. organization. Mm -hmm. Our signature project is the fashion incubator. Okay. We also um, co-sponsor the Calaris, formerly Brown Shoe, yep. Emerging Designer Award. That's wonderful. And we also um, help with education and outreach sponsoring programs for Live for Life, or mm -hmm. we do conservation of gowns for the Missouri History Museum, okay. anything that's a good fit, Yep. because we want to be very helpful. Yep. We want to give back, because yep. it's part of our history here. Yeah, So, and the, the incubator then, if this is the signature project, this is what a lot of these funds are ultimately going to go for. And the incubator, it, like to me, St. Louis is really try is making strides in biotech, making strides in startups. There's a lot of old money in that venture capital. That's where it seems like the money. And this to me felt like, wow, finally somebody doing almost the same business model, right? Oh, <laughs> Susan's phone's ringing. We're going to take a break. Okay. Okay. So to, just talking about the, the idea of building a entrepreneurial startup scene for fashion, right? Mm -hmm. And what all that takes. Because it's not just we're going to get a bunch of creative people together and hope this works out, right? But there's a business side to it, and there's a how are we going to make money and how are we going to fund this? And so tell just the incubator itself. Is it, do you have a space? How are, how are the designers going to be found? How's, just, yeah, just tell us a little bit about the process. If I'm out there as a young designer, how can I? Yeah, let me tell that's such a good question. Yeah. So um, we have space. It's okay. 1533 Washington Avenue, which okay. is in the heart of our former garment district. Right. At one point, uh, St. Louis was the epicenter of fashion merchandising and design, and we're hoping to bring some of that back, but I always say in a new and innovative way. Uh, so we do have a space. We are raising funds currently, $2 million, to build out the space and provide three years of operating funds. Okay. As far as the designers, we're going to do a nationwide search. Okay. Um, our new director of the incubator, Eric Johnson, who moved here from New York, yeah. St. Louis native, wonderful guy, okay. is going to New York next week to start talking to some designers. Okay. And what's really encouraging is that we've heard from an LA-based designer, a New York-based designer, a Nashville-based designer, you know, so the word's already out, but we will uh, put the criteria on our website probably May 1st, and you know, we'll have placements in Women's Wear Daily and Business of Fashion, So, and we have a lot of contacts who can spread the word for us, art schools, fashion schools, mm -hmm. um, and we will have a selection committee and we'll okay. whittle it down and, you know, the finalists will come in and they'll get to know St. Louis because we're asking them to move here for two years. Right. And the hope is just, uh, as Arch Grants has done so very well, yeah. is that they've funded these entrepreneurs to come here and they love it so much that they choose to build their businesses here. Yep. So we're really about the business of fashion. You know, we want designers that have maybe been out for a couple of years and, you know, have a certain amount of purchase orders and press and traction, but we want to take them from here mm -hmm. to another level. Okay. And we're working on specific programming with the Olin Business School at Washington University, the Sam Fox School, mm -hmm. and mentors both in St. Louis and in New York and L.A. I mean, people that really can make a difference in a young designer's life. Yeah. And I think the reason that the designers are so interested and by the way, there's several local designers that meet this criteria for the sure. criteria too, so we'd love to um, have a couple of them in. Yep. Um, I think what interests them so much is that it's so darn hard in this business, mm -hmm. and if you feel like someone's supporting you with mentorship or 
purchase order financing or giving the, the opportunity, like at Wash U, maybe um, adjunct professorships or crits with their fashion students. Mm-hmm. The whole give and take is so interesting. It becomes just a compelling proposition for them. Yeah, that makes sense. So the incubator, if I come here as a young designer, it's just like going into any kind of startup incubator. I'm going to get all this. I don't know how much money I get, but I'm going to get space, support, love, accounting. Yeah, love, love, Right, yeah. all that? And, you know, to... Well, if you don't have a purchase order... Yeah, and like a purchase if, order is the money you need to get... Well, a purchase order is basically if Saks comes to you oh, and right. they write an they order wanna, for 10,000 yeah. tops, okay? Gotcha, they're going to buy something from you. Right. Yep. So if you don't have a purchase order, i.e. no one's buying your stuff, you know, a right. retailer, or you can't get in front of a customer, right. like what really is very compelling to these people as well is that we have a huge customer base in the Midwest. You know, people mm-hmm. think fashion is New York and L.A., then there's the rest of the country. Right. So one of the things that we're exploring is actually taking them around the Midwest to do trunk shows, which is not a new idea. Yeah. But if we take the St. Louis Six and we take them to Tulsa and Nashville and Chicago and Columbus, Ohio, whatever, you know, they immediately get sales. And we will also, in the incubator itself, have a small retail presence so that they will immediately be right on Washington Avenue windows and we'll be able to sell. Because I think... When people come to St. Louis, you know, it's not just about the ball games and taking the tour of the brewery. Yeah. But I think because of the garment district in our history mm-hmm. down there, yeah. we want to kind of own that too. So we see it as something that would be, uh, you know, beneficial to the designers, but also for the general public to take part in. And, and so this two years ago, you're in the basement of Winslow's home. It, did this project come up or just like, we need to do something for fashion. And then ultimately at someone, someone said, hey... Right. This start, well, the startup thing at Arch Grants is working. What if we turn turn this into to the like we call it D Rex? Like they have T Rex, we say Design Rex. <laughs> I like it. And it cute. So people, yeah. it, they immediately get it. Yep. Um, we really were just formed to help support the activities of St. Louis Fashion Week okay. and yeah. kind of cast Which a wider is, net. And you can tell that that's been around for a long time. Long time, twelve years, maybe thirteen. Am- amazing has done really well. That's and to me that event, I've been in that event years ago. Um, and you didn't know, like, was that going to be around? You, who knows? But the fact that it's still a strong, vital event means that there's a huge audience here. There's an audience for fashion. Yes. And I think the last couple of years when we have partnered with Calaris in this Emerging Designer mm-hmm. Award and mm-hmm. really taken that up a notch yeah. you know, as far as the jurors that come in. And the, last year we had Iris Apfel, who, you know, is 94 years old and has big glasses and does, I mean, she's now has a... Working with Le Bon Marché in Paris, she is the face of everything from MAC Cosmetics to Alexis Batar. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's incredible at 94. I should be so lucky. <laughs> but um, 1,200 people last year showed up on wow. a Wednesday night wow. at Union Station. Yeah. So that makes us all very happy. And there is fashion and style in the Midwest. Yeah. And there is the rest of the country. And fashion's big business. So bringing it to St. Louis and creating jobs and economic development is what's turning a lot of people on as well yeah and in a way that's a bit of a phase two because we have to get the incubator the catalyst and then hopefully smaller manufacturing but back to your question because i'm really good at getting away and wandering into (laughs) strange places which is good on podcasts because you can do that on this that's fine i like it good um so no that's we were just formed to be the nonprofit arm of st louis fashion week yeah but this city had been exploring a fashion incubator for five or six years. Okay. I went and toured the old May Company downtown because yeah. May Company in Philadelphia and Chicago, the fashion incubators in old May Company department stores. Um, 
but I didn't feel like I had the skill set to be a director of an incubator, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it was kind of put on a shelf. And then when we formed this group, St. Louis Fashion Fund, and the folks who had been exploring the incubator, and I'm talking about people like Ellen Sherberg from the Business Journal, Kitty Radcliffe from uh, mm -hmm. Convention Visitors Commission, yep. people like that, you know, they kind of came to us and said, you know, it kind of looks like there's momentum here. You have the right people around the table. You have a board of 40 plus. Yeah. Can you make this a priority? <laughs> and we did the research with Washington University. Yeah. The MBAs at Olin were kind enough to do a feasibility study and interviewed young designers who had gone through other incubators and just, what they looked at a lot work? of different yeah. things. Okay. And then made a presentation that December and we decided, great, we're going for it. And talked to a lot of people in the city that were very excited about it too because, you know, you need left brain, right brain. You need the tech, but you need the creatives. Yeah, yeah. So, and this is going to open this fall. Late fall. Mm -hmm. Late fall. And on in May is when applications will be up. And it's a process. You apply, show your stuff. We have a selection committee. Yeah. So we'll and have how many are you hoping to take in the first class? Five to six. Okay, five to six. Which and we is... have great office space for them. So, you know, the bottom of the building mm -hmm. is, you know, retail in front and a coffee bar. Mm -hmm. And the back is an education center, a textile library. There's uh, light manufacturing, too, okay. a little cut and sew operation. Yeah. And then if you... Go to so the you're right. able to make the one one offs right there. You can. Yes. And you know you have to keep in mind some of these businesses already have their favorite people that they're still right. going to use, sure, or sure. they're getting things manufactured in New York or LA or yep. Allentown, Pennsylvania, or whatever. Right. But the idea is that there are production facilities here. There's one on Van Deventer called Moxie that actually is making Richard Tao's ties that he's selling at Barney's now, okay. and they do police uniforms and equestrians. So you can't they get have the facility. You could get it done. Yeah. And a lot of it is talent. Yeah. So if you're talking about men's and women's ready-to-wear mm -hmm. that you may see on runways in New York yep. or Paris or whatever, yep. it takes the right pattern maker, the right sewers. And so we may have to bring people in to train the mm -hmm. existing. There's a foreign-born community here. Yeah. Two of, 200 of them are at Weissman making dance stuff. Right. So we know so they're exists. here. Right. And it's just assessing the talent and yeah. figuring out what they can and can't do. But yeah. there's a base of people here. Yeah. There, I mean, there is a fashion ecosystem here. It's just very all over the place, dispersed, and we're trying to kind of see what it's all about and pull it all together under one umbrella, if that yeah. makes sense. No, it makes so. perfect sense. Well, it's a minute, you know, in the, in the macro picture, the U.S. has lost tons of manufacturing jobs. When I was involved in the clothing line, we couldn't get anything made here. I mean, it was just incredibly hard to get anything made in the U.S. And the brand we had was had to be made here just because it was one of those kind of brands. Um, and it was just amazing trying to find anyone that could still do that. And so... In St. Louis or in the United States? Anywhere. We ended yeah. up making jeans in L.A. We found it. It was just really a struggle. Right. To ultimately get manufacturers. And then, I guess, trying to make things in China is just a whole nother kettle of fish trying to figure that whole world out well it's hard because you send yeah. sample you know you get yeah. samples when it comes back you've already kind of missed spring or fall exactly. because they're yeah. not right you have to keep sending them back and <laughs> everything right. else i know yeah, that's why right. you know maybe you need to get back in the business yeah. because i feel like there's so much traction now with yeah. sustainability yeah. and made in the usa and supply yeah. chain and people really care about what they're wearing and how long it'll last and you know, how it was made and by whom and everything else. So but that's what we're riding that wave, I guess, of it. And so, yeah, it's like, it's not only by America, but you can buy local. I mean, that's ultimately the scene you're trying to create is if you can pull this all together to have clothes that can be made here, designed here, sold here. I mean, that's... And we have a incredible. great local design community. Yeah. Um, I mentioned Eric Johnson, who's the director is there, of the Is there a good school here in town? Well, there's, or is that, I'll tell you, that's there's Washington that's University. Happen, isn't it? Well, Washington University has the oldest fashion school and a research institution in the whole country. Really? 
So yes, in our own backyard. I had a cousin who graduated from there a couple of years ago. They do an amazing job. Um, what I love is the textile resources of the Missouri History Museum. Okay. They now have a show, A Little Black Dress, that's opening April 2nd. I saw that. Give a little pitch for them. Yep. Stevens College in Columbia is incredible. Okay. Huge okay. textile library. They're affiliated with the CFDA, known for fashion. A colleague of mine just judged a competition there a couple of weeks ago. So, you know. So the you, youngsters are there. The youngsters are there, and if we do the production right, Mm -hmm. people will come from all over for the pricings, right? And you know this probably better than anybody, but if we make it attractive, then we're not just talking about St. Louis designers and these six that we have in the incubator, but that a lot of other people come here. But I have to say, too, you can't be everything to everybody. So what our internal conversations are about, you know, what can we do really well? Yeah. I mean, we were known as Shoe Street USA. We have Calaris here. Do we go back to a bespoke shoe? Could... You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the sky's the limit. Yeah. People say, oh, you can't do that. Well, why? Um, Tom Brown, the fashion designer, I was just with him out in California for a talk, and he found this cobbler in Florence and mm-hmm. brought the whole operation to the United States wow. just because he wanted to be able to make his shoes here. Yeah. So that's cool. Just takes a little money. I'm excited. Well, I was, I'm glad Claris uh, is a client, and I think they're a very they're starting to get into lifestyle. Just starting to see brands in a different way. So that's I'm really glad that they're in, heavily involved in this. They, it just sounds like they've they been a great partner. They are very generous. That's great. Um, I'm crazy. There, there about are a lot of creative people. Lots of talent over there. We'll see. That's what we were just. Uh, Eric Johnson was visiting with them the other day, Diane yeah. Sullivan, because yeah, they have it. everything under one roof. They do. I know. It's almost like a fashion school there, really. So it's so applicable to what we're trying to do and vice versa because they're looking for young designers. Totally. So I think we can really form a great partnership with them. Yes, I agree. That's great. Well, good deal. Wow. So this is, this has been your focus. You, and, and I would say it's funny because I've known of you for a long time. I used to work at the Riverfront Times. I just think your name comes up in a lot of and you, I different Looking at your face, but also your name. So I know we know each other from another life. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, but you started, how did you get involved? Arts is your passion. Mm-hmm. It's obviously something that, that has been your life, right? And were you an artist, dancer? What did you grow up as doing? Where are you from? Well, I'm from <laughs> Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida, okay. Some say it's South Georgia, but it's North Florida. Um, my parents are from New York. My dad started a business there, and we grew up there. Had a okay. wonderful life, you know. Um, but I was a dancer, a ballet dancer, okay. classical ballet. Okay. I was fortunate enough to be part of a company that was directed by a woman who was formerly with the National Ballet of Cuba. So it was like very disciplined, oh very amazing training. Was the school in Jacksonville, the former... Her name was Marta Jackson. Kind of under the communist rule of ballet. Well, she back fled. The, she yeah, fled. She yeah, fled. like she danced with Alicia Alonso at yeah. National... Uh, and I believe Alicia Alonso was one of the ones that was um, in that big hall where President Obama spoke last week. She okay. was waving to everybody. If she's, I believe she's still alive. I okay. think that it had to have been her. Um, so I did that from the ages of six to 18 and then went off to school. But I, my first job was with the Atlanta ballet in public relations for $11,000 a year in Atlanta, Georgia. I just happened to have a job. (laughs) And ever since, whether it's as a volunteer Mm -hmm. or a board member or just an advocate, I just am in love with, um, the performing and visual arts. Mm -hmm. It's in my blood, but I suppose it's because I was a dancer since I was this big. Yeah. And, well, and, and there must be something inherent about what art brings to people or what art brings to you or why it's important for a community. That's why I was so excited. Coming from the creative industry, I think the 
the creative scene in St. Louis is up or down, and I think it's the agency scene feels a little dispersed right now. It doesn't feel as strong as it has been in the past. Yeah. And so when we start to think about what St. Louis can do as a city or what things we can be good at, I guess, there's biotech and there's a lot of areas like this that get investment, but fashion. Yeah, well, goodness. this is what we say, Eric, my friend Eric Johnson yeah. and, and I, because we just had a conversation the other day about this with the head of, uh, chairman of the board um, of downtown STL, Steve Smith of the Lawrence Group. Yeah, I don't know if you yeah. know. So, you know, I think the best news coming out of St. Louis, except for the NGA, God bless, is yeah. um, innovation. Yeah. And we are now housed in a building until ours is built out, which is T-Rex with yeah. 150 companies. Yeah. We love it there. Mm-hmm. Um, they just celebrated their second anniversary. We were at a party last week. And I mean, the energy is palpable. So I think that is where someone called a Silicon Prairie. <laughs> yeah. And I think I the marriage of the T-Rex and this D-Rex yeah. and the design, yeah. you know, there's amazing collaborations. Yeah. And you're in the business, so you probably know, but one gentleman who was here last year, he's a Washington University graduate, Paul Dillinger, is the head of innovation at Levi Strauss. Okay. So they have this Project Jacquard that they're doing with Google. Mm-hmm. And all he does is go back and forth between San Francisco and Mountain View. Mm-hmm. And they're launching it this spring. And it's unbelievable. It's all about wearable technology. Yeah. And they're working with brilliant minds in Japan and everything else. So... I'm thinking, okay, well, we're at yeah. 16th and Washington, and they're at 11th. We can run up and down Washington Avenue and yeah. make something like that happen. Yeah. You know? So yeah. it's like the possibilities are endless. And just with Cortex and Washington University, Harris, St. Louis University, um, and what Steve's doing, like Chelsea Market in New York, Pont City Market in Atlanta, he's going to do, you know, he's envisioning one of those. I mean, there's just incredible energy now. Yeah. Do you, so you feel that living here for as long as you've been around the scene, do you feel this is a good time? You know what? I honestly can say, and I'm going to say this to a bunch of people next week, I never thought that my daughter, mm-hmm. who's now a senior at Stanford University and is heading to New York for a job. Congratulations. Thank you. With, thank you. <laughs> and I have another one that's like... <laughs> Please get someone take this child. <laughs> okay, if you're no, out there. No, actually, he's going to the Savannah College of Art and Design, oh, I think. Isn't that great? So I'm so happy. Oh, yeah. my God. She'll but, love um, Savannah's great. I really think after a few years in New York, she'd consider moving back here now. Really? And let me tell you something. Yeah, Five or ten years would, ago. never would have happened. And Eric Johnson, who's the director of the mm-hmm. Fashion Incubator, went to John Burroughs, went to Princeton, worked for two mayors in New York in the Economic Development Corporation. Okay. In charge of all the fashion initiatives. We did a global search with a very impressive firm in New York and found Eric. Mm-hmm. So this guy's this guy knows what he's doing. He's thirty five and yeah. he's coming back because yeah. he goes, you know, I can't pass this up. Yeah, it's beyond the incubator. It's helping rebuild a city yeah. in the face of a city. Yep, yep. And that's unusual. So to be a part of it is really one of the joys of my life. Um, and I just, you know, I feel really good about the possibilities of this, of bringing fashion back and yeah. making St. Louis a fashion destination again. Why yeah. the heck not? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, it's it's in our history, which is which is cool. This the the thing we have is we have this these incredible. You can't find the the hardworking. It's the work ethic, the space, the collaboration, the willing to like pitch, and I think all of that exists here. You know, just talent wise. Well, and I love I love this thought of the the marriage of technology and fashion, and how clothes are going to be sold, made, tried on, crowdsourced. I mean the. I'm sure everybody in the industry is always trying to figure out the next. Well, that's something that I hear. I went to a fashion yeah. tech fascinating conference in New York last June. Yeah. And, you know, the topics were like uh, Colin First Wife, 
can't remember her name. It starts with an L. But you know, she was talking about sustainability and mm-hmm. you know the supply chain and all that. And then a lot of a lot of talk about fashion technology and Google doing these programs for young girls. Look at Carly Kloss with coding. I mean, these are just issues that we want to tackle here. Yeah. Um, and the speakers, the workshop, the kind of programming that, by the way, will be open to the general public once we open. Yeah. It's not just for these six designers. Sure. It's really educating. Sure. Um, well, anyone if you, if you will... follow the T-Rex model, immediately, they, however many they awarded the first year, others joined, locals got involved. Mm-hmm. It just built the scene, kind of organically grew. And so that hopefully will happen with this, right? There is no question. Yeah. And I'll just tell you a quick little story. Last summer, we said, let's find out what's out there in terms of former May Company executives, yeah. how many fashion designers do we have in this town, whatever. So we did this little call out and I went to the fifth floor of T-Rex and I walked in with a friend and I'm expecting 12 people around a table, 70 plus people. My goodness. You just kind of Tw- put a little little word out there. If you're in- So that's wow. what I'm saying, you know what I mean? Like people are here yeah. and they really want to see this succeed. So what we're trying to do in the midst of everything else is like put together a directory. You know, how mm-hmm. many pattern makers, how many sewers? Mm-hmm. How many, the printing source, which is out west, wants to help. You know, um, the gentleman who's the largest manufacturer of Walt Disney costumes is based in Fenton. Oh, my goodness. But his production's in L.A. He wants to help. Wow. So there's so many pieces to this puzzle. It's fascinating. Yeah. And we're trying to pull it all together uh, so that everybody plays a part and really feels like we're a community again. Yeah. That's, and that's the big thing. It's just the centralized point to bring everyone together so there feels like a common purpose. Yeah. And if you're in the industry here... Obviously, it'd be great to get this thing launched to make this about. I would okay. So the question about the actual raw materials, the leathers, the claws, the things. Where does all that come from? Is that something that St. Louis can make, or is, is that all has to come from overseas? Well, I know that a member of our board, Richard Tao, who makes yep. ties, has been in New York, New York, talking to some of the places where he buys his textiles. Yep. So we're trying to work out some kind of a deal where either they come here on their way to Chicago or whatever to show us their wares. Or now with the internet, mm-hmm. Get sourcers are... Yeah. yeah. Okay. And again, so these people have be business. But yeah, absolutely. And um, do we have an enormous textile library? No. no. But all that stuff is what we're trying to figure out. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, like I said, a big puzzle. We feel super strongly that this first class has to be at an incredibly high level. Mm-hmm. But yes. we won't have a second class. Yep. Um, I think they also have to be... Um, open-minded and have that entrepreneurial spirit sure. like it's not going to be perfect yeah but you will be selling and you will be learning and yep. you're going to learn about financial literacy and mm-hmm. you're going to have a damn good business plan and you know so we're putting together our sales pitch so to speak but i feel like the city's in a better place now too yeah. so that we can really show it off and Absolutely. it's going to be you know look at we keep looking at detroit yeah, yeah. and i'm actually trying to get there next month because um, their mayor was super favorable to giving spaces to creatives and doing whatever they could to get people to move there. Yep. And we have developers downtown who want to help. But we have to, the terms have to be right. Yeah. Because the people like us, mm-hmm. we can't pay exorbitant rents or whatever. So yeah. there has to be like this common ground if we yeah. really want to make this successful. So I'm really interested in getting up there and seeing Shinola and, yeah. you know, talking to some people there to see what we can learn from them too. Yeah. And that'll be a, so. Is that a big deal? We need we need landlords to help us out. <laughs> we do, don't we? Well, look, that makes total sense. It's very important, and yeah. you know, right now we're putting together with our uh, designer 
a garment district map because okay. so many people, A, they don't know that their garment district or where was it. And there's a zipper, you know, that went down the street. Yeah. That, that's my last thing I want to do is light up the zipper again. I love it. So that's from 15th through what? It's like Tucker to 18th. Tucker 18th was the old garment district. Exactly. Okay, so, yep. and we have a map that has the zipper going through it. Mm -hmm. And the map's interesting because it talks about fashion and design landmarks. It also talks about the food and the blow dry place and everything else. But what I find most interesting is we're showing specific buildings and square footage that are available. Oh, okay. So if you want to come down and be a part of this, if you're a company like companies you ran, sure. we want to to show them the existing spaces. Perfect. You see what I mean? I do. So we're making, we're, it's not just a pitch for the incubator, but a pitch for that part of the city. Yeah, which is so ready to go. That seems density. like the next place to kind of get developed. Right. Seems like the perfect. And the buildings, some of those buildings yeah, have right. the heat panels and the loading docks. They're just perfect for small run manufacturing. And I've had a couple of people come in from New York to walk up and down Washington. Yeah, why not? And we'll, we'll have more. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's it. If, if you're from New York, this this is not expensive at all to come here, right? They do this. They're the Elder Shirt Loft or whatever. Yeah. Is a, <laughs> I don't even know where it was. I toured so many spaces down there, but it's humongous. And these two guys came in. Like, oh my God. One someone would know very well. I'm not going to put his name out there, but they said, "Excuse me." I mean, this <laughs> how much does this cost? Say it again. Yeah. So, and then I said to my friend from yeah. New York, you know, go back and tell all your friends. He goes, "I'm not telling a soul." <laughs> I'm going to gobble all this up. <laughs> That's perfect. And so I'm sure in your travels, you you know a lot of people, it sounds like. I mean, you've written, you've lived in Paris. So did that, so from a dancer to uh, living in Paris, did you, were you always into the fashion business? So I get the performing arts thing, because you were a dancer. Yeah. And at some point, the fashion bug must have caught up to you. Were you writing? Well, you know, it really was, my husband was offered a job with a, law firm in Paris, okay. New York law firm. So we went over there after we were married for three years. and you which, know, he, which stays with you forever, doesn't You know it? what? It's my favorite place on earth, and it breaks my heart with everything that's going on yeah. there. It kills me. Yeah. Um, I loved it, and I think that's when, yes, I must say, because the great thing about Paris is um, you don't have to spend a lot. You know, there are all these yeah. boutiques. You can look like a million bucks, you know, and it's how you tie your scarf. Or, you know, you don't. No, none of the women wear pantyhose. And, yeah. You know, um, and, yet, so and yet you walk around there and it's the most fashionable, like there's places like Paris or Milan where you're just, everybody looks great. They look great. And <laughs> I remember like I buy stuff and my husband and I would be ready to go down. I'm like, I am feeling like I am looking so hot tonight. And I get out on the street and I'm like, <laughs> hammer her into the concrete. Cause seriously, they have a sense of style, they but, do. um, I've really just been a consumer. But when I, because of this project, I look at fashion designers, especially young ones as artists, you know, we collect mm -hmm. contemporary art because yep. they are. Yeah, you're a big contemporary art. We like to collect. Collector yeah, more, uh, you know, um, emerging yeah. artists too. But I find that there's a lot, a lot of similarities between like these contemporary artists and the yeah. you know, fashion, yeah. the next wave. You know, yeah, the inspiration, mm -hmm. and you can tell the ones that have traveled and seen and whatever. You know, and um, you just want to help them. You know, the woman who won our first Emerging Designer Award, Daniela Kallmeyer, is in New York. When I go to her teeny studio and buy three things, she said, you just paid next month's rent. Wow. Or I'm able now to buy that fabric that I wanted to source in Italy and I can't. Okay. Excuse me. Right. I mean, you're changing a person. And, the, yeah. and you know, I think with this incubator, the, the public will have access to these young, brilliant, creative minds mm -hmm. and get to know our St. Louis 
fashion community better too because we have so many talented designers here. I think they're going to be so turned on by this whole idea. Yeah. And it's just going to grow and grow and grow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. It's all about these people. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Well, that's good. All right. So thank you for your interest. I yeah. mean, this has been really fascinating. And yeah. thank you. It sounds like you've done so much yeah. too. You know, I wish you'd come back into the fold. We need more people yeah. like you. So well, don't I leave know. us. I know. It's funny. We we were, yeah, the businesses changed. We were... Uh, it was momentum. Yeah. I was doing a... I did a fashion... I was kind of a junior partner with John, Laura's husband, John Maurice, and Charlie Smith, uh, a, a uh, thing called Trim, and, and it was a t-shirt, but it was a hot rod clothing brand where we would take uh, upholstery from classic American hot rods, the 69 Chevrolet uh, Cor uh, Camaro, the 57 uh, Chevy, the 32 Ford, the actual upholstery from the inside of the car, and, and put it on t-shirts and jeans and little accents on cool... Whatever, but we were didn't know what we were doing. We were, a lot of business part of it had no financial literacy yeah. in the fashion business, which is a whole other business, the agency business, which we all came from. Um, didn't really understand how to make the clothes, right? And try to make this American brand that had to be made in America, in the United States, was us. Yeah. And our learning was we should have just been a t-shirt brand or started as a t-shirt brand. And now you can do t-shirts made to order through lots of back-end places that will fulfill for you and you don't have to hold the inventory and you don't have to hold the stock and all of those things we had to do and this was not that long ago um, in addition to the fact that we were uh, we were just about to sell into sex and the economy took it's 2008 2008 or it was 2008. Fall Do you have any of your pieces from anything? Probably. I think we have a whole basement full of... The, and the shirts are great. The t-shirts are great. The jeans are great. Hats, killer coats, awesome stuff. It's, it was beautiful stuff. You um, need to do a trunk show here. We should. Trim. I know. I'm sure... Show, but you know what? The other thing, you could really funny. bring it back. I know. It's because funny. Because now, yeah. that's what we're teaching. You know, how yeah. to do that. Yeah. And it's... And the more people I run into, they're like, God, we love a teeny bit of space in a factory because I always wanted to do this. Yeah. I always wanted to yeah. do this. Some guy that was a painter in New York, he's here. He's running a big company. I always want to do this. You know, you hear those stories. Yeah. So I maybe know. now's the time well, to bring I'll it back. It sounds I fascinating. I, well, I love know, that. I know. It's Laura's husband. We'll get Laura to tell John. Laura. Tell you? your husband to get back in. He'll be happy about that. I don't know. He put, he's the one who put his uh, heart and soul in that thing. And it was just one I of those things. I love the name, too. Yeah. But it's that cool. story is great. Yeah, it was a great story, and they did beautiful, beautiful stuff. It's, it was cool. Well, look at that. But that's the, exactly the kind of, there's all kinds of innovative ideas like that, that I think if this had existed, I know. and we could have gone somewhere and well, said, Well, you're not the first person this? that said that. Right? Lori Coulter here, who's in T-Rex. I know Lori Coulter, and, yeah. You know, Lori has a great swimwear company. Yeah, she does. I always it's drag really that poor great. soul out. I'm like, yeah. you're our poster child. And she Emily Coppola and everybody else. Yeah. Because they said, you could have saved me so totally. much. Money, time, headache. Yeah, for everything. Exactly. So, yeah, it's a good time to be an emerging designer in St. Louis. Yeah, that's cool. All right, well, let's, if I'm out there and I want to get behind this thing, there's an event on April. Oh, God, you're so sweet. April 12th, we're doing this very, Tuesday night. yeah, with Saks Fifth Avenue and Ballpark Village. It's $25, and you can... Um, it's called Real Men. You could, Real have Men style. have style. I'll put a link to that in okay, this Okay, that's post. great. Yeah, so yeah. that's so what we're trying to do, you know, is you're out there raising money and telling people your story. You have to be present. Yep. So that's why we're down there to celebrate Cardinals opening day. It's going to be a really fun event. Okay. Um, and, yeah, you can go to our website, uh, stlouisfashionfund.org, and we're about to turn it over into more about business and the incubator and everything else. But you'll get a sense for what we're trying to do, okay. you know. This nice booklet that you have is yep. on there and everything else. All right. so. I will put a lot of posts to this. 
And then in May, the actual applications will be up mm -hmm. to apply for the first six designers in the first class of the St. Louis, St. Louis Fashion, Fashion Incubator. Incubator. So how awesome is that? Yeah, I'm really that's excited. excited. We so, are so jazzed. I, I want to use, so make sure, that's a great story to tell. I think those stories of uh, the casting and how you pick, put it all on social media and let people follow this because that, that gets everyone involved and you can, you know what? it's such a fun way to, to do it. You are so right. Right? I wish you'd help me with that. I'll do can that. Can I put you on the spot? You okay. put me on. I will help you with that part of it. I'm, I can do that all day. Could you? Sure. That, that's perfect. That's, per, that's right up my okay. alley. <laughs> all right. Susan Sherman, thank you so thank much. Thank you. It's I been know. such a pleasure. We'll have to do this more often. I know. We will. Perfect. We'll do it again. We'll have to have our own show. <laughs> I like it. It's a weekly show. Yeah. A weekly fashion show. Oh, there we go. All right. Take care. Uh, we'll see thank you soon. Thank you so much. All right. Hurry up, darling, open the drawer.